This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. First of all, your slot machine's over in like 15 seconds. This is at least a minute and a half. You're similar to the slot machine in bed? 15 seconds and just done? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It might make a little light show at the end of it. You know, that's only if I'm seizing up at the end. My mom was too cheap. She just gave us $3 to go into the arcade, and we had to have that suffice us for about three hours. High-quality shit we're talking here, Larry. Speaking of flashlight, have you heard of the uh, grapefruit method? Or the Krylon touch that song from the commercial? Yeah. Yep. Uh-uh. Actually, it ain't fun. I had somebody do that to me. That would shit hurt really bad yeah i mean yeah it either is going to fix your scoliosis or give you scoliosis the realm of beard loss a trio strong and true you've been brandon and beard loss with tales both old and new their whiskers like a forest their knowledge like a stream guiding us through beardom and culinary dream beard loss the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing setting the pace you've been the jester in clouds of green laughs and wisdom and sight unseed brandon j mcdermott food daddy supreme a feast effects a culinary dream we did it we're back episode two i think it's 213 times for whatever reason we continue to come back and now it's pre-recorded so we can say what we want and clip it out and sometimes that's probably for the best but either way shout out to lux edition network pretty sure we forgot to do that last week our bad uh it's like they they make one of us the podcaster of the week and we're like we're, we're just gonna forget that so either way check out the podcast of the month which are some new ones and i don't know what they are yet but you guys will all know. Just check out the Deluxe Edition Network. Go find out for yourself. It's November now, the 2nd of November. So go check out the podcast in the month. It should have been prepared. Potentially looked it up. But uh, I did. Maybe we'll edit and I'll, I'll put that in, but probably not. But either way, the voice you're hearing, it's me. It's Matt Beardlaws. Over to the left of me is you been whacking off. Still whacking off. Where is he whacking off? How many times has he been whacking off? Potentially, did we have a conversation about whacking off before we press record? You'll never know because you weren't there. And... Underneath us on the camera, not below us, is Brandon J. McDermott. What's up, man? How's it going? Dude, what's up? 
It's good, man. Yeah. It's good. And it's I, cold. I know we don't get into sports, but I'm a Nebraska fan, and we got five yeah. wins. <laughs> I know, dude. It, it, what's honestly what's upsetting is how many people in Kansas are very happy right now. I'm not enjoying that one bit. Mm. You know, it was an impressive win, but I don't like Kansas being happy the slightest. What What's the deal with the pond? So for anybody that doesn't know, Kansas upset Oklahoma. Oklahoma was number six, undefeated, had a chance for the uh, the playoffs at the end of the year. They got upset by Kansas, Rock, Hawk, Jayhawks. Fucking hate those guys in basketball. The old trail when they beat Carolina in the NCAA championship. Did a little pass back. On the, no, that was Villanova. Sorry. Either way, still fuck Kansas. Uh, then they tore down the goalpost, which is something that colleges do, and it's a really big. They storm the field, and they do that. Is there something with the pond? Like, I saw that it went in the pond. I didn't know if this pond was a special thing or if it was pre-planned, if it just fucking happened. I don't know. I honestly, it's, it, it's very, you know, it's not very often they win. So I'm not familiar. I just know usually <laughs> the uh, football athletic department of Kansas, you know, forbids the uh, tearing down of a goalpost just because that's not in their budget. They, they usually don't win. So yeah. I, I, I mean, heard somebody say Kansas is back, back to what? Like <laughs> Being the yeah. flattest state in earth. Like just, I mean, it's the most boring fucking state there is. If, if there is anybody here that listens, and you're from Kansas, move, mm-hmm. move. Missouri's mm-hmm. not great, but it's better than Kansas. It's got to be an expensive fix, but granted, you know, there's at least 10 kids that are on top of that gold post that pay probably, what, $60,000 a year to go oh, there. Yeah. They'll be just fine. But again, yeah, I was just looking here. Just They took down the gold post, which was just a wild scene. Thankfully, nobody gets hurt when they're doing this shit, but they decided to put it in Potter Lake, which is a small body of water just south of the stadium, they dumped it in there. I mean, there was probably 50,000 people all on their cell phones. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Max Olson, uh, Max underscore Olson, his X account, not the Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. Rest in peace. She also, um, also rest in peace. Uh, the dude from Friends. I didn't really know. Oh, didn't know him, but a lot of people are upset about it. Uh, it's a tragic thing. Not trying to make jokes or anything about it, but uh, I, I don't. You know, we, we can talk about that now if you want, but I, I don't get why so many people get like so upset like oh the celebrity died that was my child it's like i know it's sad and all but you didn't know the motherfucker you know, you know? I, it's a- I, i'm with you there i i don't i don't get the and this is something that's gone back a long time in our country it's not something that's just because of the invent or the popular popularity of the internet this r- worship of celebrity i don't get it but um i think what it is with this is um when somebody from your childhood that you knew or saw on TV passes away and dies tragically, of course, mm-hmm. Matthew, Matthew Perry was a great, uh, was his name, right? Yeah. Matthew Perry. Yep. I get him and somebody, another Perry mixed up. Um, Katie. Uh, yes. That's, that's the one. Um, Juggo as I call her. Um, no, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's tragic, but what it does is it makes us in perspective. It makes us look inside and say, Holy shit, this guy died. He was what, 52? Oh my God, I'm 37. I'm going to be 52 someday. I'm going to die. So it makes us, you know, look in our own mortality and focus on that we're not here forever, you know? So when you're, when you're, and not that Matthew Perry was anybody's hero by any means, or he could have been, I guess, but when your heroes die, it's, it's a sad, it's a sad day. And it's uh, definitely makes us introspective. Yeah. Yeah. They said uh, he was what, in a hot tub or a pool or something like that that had a heart attack or something like that. And, uh, yes. I, I've heard 8,000 different stories. I think that was the last that I heard that he had a heart attack and potentially drowned or, or passed away in a hot tub. Yeah, I heard uh, he played pickleball and then went to relax in the hot tub, had a heart attack, drowned in the hot tub. And I, I'm, I'm not, there's only a couple celebrities that I, every once in a while, whenever I'm like, oh man, I, 
just wish he was still around like that one like robin williams i don't know why that one always you know you know chandler bing i don't give a shit about on friends you know he was a great show everything else but i didn't really have that sentimental connection i guess as i did yep. with robin williams so um those ones you know i was always at home alone every time that there was a good kids movie or something it was always robin always you know you're like oh that guy's awesome you know my dad i wish he was as cool as this guy this guy's awesome that hairy fuck you know and um i don't know it's just there's there's certain ones that just you know don't don't stick with me i, I feel like this one i'm gonna watch friends i'm like oh fuck he died i forgot about that you know? yeah. yeah did you did you ever call him chandler bong instead of bing oh absolutely hell yeah uh what, what's crazy too is I, I i remember that matt matthew perry matt perry whatever we're not friends so i don't know whether they're calling matthew or matt but uh, coming from a matthew i i prefer matt but either way he spent i believe it was almost 10 million dollars on his battle with like drinking and drugs throughout his career he he had like dozens and dozens of different surgeries he went to rehab i don't know how many times um thousands and thousands of visits to aa and all this stuff and apparently and i'm pretty sure i remember at one point he had like a two percent chance of surviving because of this extreme alcoholism that he had like he started drinking wine when he was like 14 years old just like cheap wine and obviously the fame and whatever else he had going on uh just continually yeah right here um uh, the moment he was brought to an la hospital uh, he was 49 years old, so three, five years, whatever. Said he was had a two percent chance of surviving that night. Oh my god! So, so I mean, and and if you haven't seen some pictures of him uh, recently, I mean, he look here, like just look at this picture. I'm like, I'm, we're not trying to sit here and talk shit over you know somebody that passed away, but this looked like a guy that lived a pretty rough life, like he far from the friends days, and uh, fucking yeah, terrible, terrible. And, but... and you know, hats off to him to the, the man who spent that made that much money and spent that much money on his own survival on his own ability to say, Hey, look, I want to change. and I want to be different. Just yep. how it all ended. And yep. he was, uh, he was very open too about his, uh, his past and his recovery. And so, you know, kudos to him as well for being so transparent and how it affects everybody regardless of status. So um, yeah, like you said, tragic. Yeah. I was going to get my hot tub later. I'm not quite sure because I used to drink quite a bit, but uh, I haven't had a drink in a week. Might have change that today. I might have to change it today. I just don't want the gout to come back, and nobody wants to talk about the gout, but either way. Yeah, Matt Perry, Kansas. What a fucking – what a weekend so far. You guys uh, you guys have anything happen cool, exciting, anything you want to share over the last week? I don't really have anything cool, but uh... – uh, I mean – I had a little date night last night. Just went to the Ooh. casino, you know. Um, the casinos around here, not a lot of live table games anymore. Everything's kind of moving to the, uh, the electronic <sighs> versions, which I'm not crazy on. I feel like I'm when I see the ball actually spin, and I know it's still spinning an electric machine and everything, but I feel like there's a way that they can fuck me that I don't know about. I don't trust it. Roulette, you're talking? I love me some roulette. Love yep. me some roulette. Um, so I'm usually not a big slot player you know i'll play a couple machines and stuff but i always feel like i i have no idea they tell me i win and i'm like i don't see how maybe these symbols match i don't know what the fuck's going on here and so i usually play next to my wife and what always happens is we'll each take the same amount of money and she'll blow through all that and then if i'm ever up she takes half of my winnings and then she continues to play and that's usually what we do and marriage but whenever she wins she's like well now i get to up my ante every bet because i have all these winnings so i'm gonna try to win even more you're not going to get half of mine. I'm like, this, this is a fucking shitty deal here. So there I am going over the, the shame game over there. And 
going to the mm. ATM machine, just be like, oh, yes, I will pay another $5.50 to get more of my own money out. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But now last night, man, I was, every machine I was on, every slot machine that I was doing, I was hitting like the little mini progressive jackpots and everything. And I can just hear, because we're celebrating her birthday. So she yep. always hears. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, bingo. You know, being the youngest person at the bingo hall and there's get upset with it. She's just, every time I hit, she's like, hey, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it does suck going to a casino though whether in whether you're playing blackjack roulette or slot machines and just fucking losing 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 non-stop it, it, it is a shitty thing but uh they are a lot of fun we have one on a reservation like 45 50 minutes away from me it's just far enough that i don't frequent it but with online gambling here uh it's probably just best that i just stick to the sports the sports gambling instead of there but i love roulette too and we have we have vrs we should we should jump on and play some virtual roulette sometime uh yes i love that stuff as well usually i get the uh, vr handles and i'm like rubbing my nips every time i hit something so uh even i'm actually doing that you know at the casino myself my wife ended up watching me towards the end because she's like how much how much you bet per spin and i'm like oh there's probably like 15 bucks here it's like it's not crazy and she's like oh you're making fun of my dollar fifty a spin, but you're over here doing fifteen dollars a spin. And I'm like, first of all, your slot machine's over in like fifteen seconds. This is at least a minute and a half. You know, I yep. it's, it's about the same. And, so you're uh, similar to the slot machine in bed, fifteen seconds and just done. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. It might make a little light show at the end of it. You know, that's only Ooh. if I'm seasoned up at the end. But it's uh, I I look over and I you know I put two dollars on a number and it hits. So I'm like, oh, it's seventy bucks. So I look over and she's like, oh, you. You just won 70. And I was like, yeah, your slot machine ain't paying out that shit. You're winning your 50 cents back or whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, daddy's met we're making big bucks. <laughs> and so one time I put five bucks on a number and it hit. And I was like, shit, I'm feeling Not good. I'm 35, baby. Oh, yeah. So I'm over there. I'm, I keep cashing out my tickets, splitting it in half, cashing out my tickets, splitting it in half. So we end up breaking even at one point in time. I'm like, that's a win. That's a night out. We didn't spend any money. Let's just go. And we uh, we go have dinner come back we're like oh no fuck it we'll just spend half of what we brought in the original time still a night out don't spend as much i win again do the whole cycle again she loses her ass i break even i go let's go home so end of the whole night i think we spent three hours at the casino and broke even it was a good time. that is per even if you lose 100 bucks that's cheap entertainment like where else could you yeah. go have a couple drinks some food be entertained like it's that's kind of how i see it too i i i, I fucking love it. now i want to go to the casino today but no, why don't they have daycares? And maybe they do at some places at a casino. Like, bring the kid, let them just go to the daycare. It'd probably be a fantastic daycare because casinos turn out, make a lot of money. Let them go swim in the pool for a little bit. Just do that. Pay X. Pay, I'd pay 25, 50 bucks an hour just to go. I'm not going to say that loud. I, people would pay 25 to 50 bucks an hour just so they could go gamble for a couple of hours. <laughs> well, they had this, uh, it used to be called Kids Quest. So whenever I lived out in Vegas, there was, it was like a um, a, a pretty big, like a, a McPlay place of sorts, but in a in a casino. And they would watch your kids, put on the fuzzy socks. Hell, they could have them up to eight hours if you wanted to. And I was like, what? My mom was too cheap. She just gave us $3 to go into the arcade and we had to have that suffice us for about three hours. So uh, that's that's when you start to learn um, street skills. How can I get more money? What can I sell to get more money? How can I hustle to do this? It's like the youngest we went to uh, a trunk or treat. So she goes through the whole trunk or treat thing, gets a ton of fucking candy. 
she's a pretty cute kid. So she got a little extra candy and they're like, oh, you so then we go in there because my cousin uh, runs the, the it was at a moose lodge. So we, we go in there and I'm just kind of chatting with him sitting at the bar. And she's just like, Matt, do you have a quarter knowing I don't have change on me? I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, bud. Uh, and then next thing you know, every old guy sitting there and old lady sitting at the Moose Lodge having a beer. Oh, honey, here's a quarter. So she made like 250, right? And went over to get fucking a cup of M&Ms. I'm like, you have a bag full. So she walks out and she's sitting there. And of course, she's filling out. We have like quick draw in New York. It's kind of like Kino. Um, you oh, fill yeah. out the numbers on a, on a piece of paper. She just fills them out, draws on them. And they're sitting there and this one guy's like, oh, quick draw. What's your favorite number? She throws out a number. Pick another one. So this guy wins some money on it. Oh, you're so lucky. She walked out of there with like five, ten bucks and she felt rich. And she's just like, that's why I asked for a quarter because I always get more. And I'm like, God damn, you've been around too. You've been around me too much hustling. <laughs> <laughs> a little hustler. Hell yeah. Yeah. And so you guys call them moose lodges up there. Okay. Ours are well, elk. Lodges. we have those as well moose, oh, moose okay. elk um knights of columbus um shout out rotary i feel like there's a new member of those i think they're all na uh, nationwide ones uh but yeah the moose lodge wow. what's cool too there's even one in florida that's a resort so if you're a moose member you can actually stay at the moose lodge resort down there and it's all super cheap same thing as an elk's lodge i'd have to imagine but gotcha yep. okay and if only there's a place with knuckles but like oh the old moose knuckle just <laughs> I think there, there is, is one next door. But that those jokes right there are exactly why we've uh, we've we've continually been best friends is because of that. And um, maybe you guys are looking at me and be like, why are these nerds? If you're watching this or just listening, then you, you can't see us. But we're all wearing best friend gang hats, best friend gang shirts, all different styles, because you know what? We've been the three best friends that anyone can have. Um, I feel like that's played out. And these are. Amazing. These were sent over uh, to us by the Best Friend Gang Supply Company. You guys can check them out on Instagram. You see it scrolling. If you're if you're just listening, go to at Best Friends Gang Supply Co. They're on Instagram, or you can go to their website, Best Friend Gang Supply Co.com. I'll make sure that it is in the description. I think it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you can look good, you can feel good, surround yourself with the ones you love. I mean, it's just a cool thing. And I think I could see this. Like if I'm a if I'm a high schooler still, like I could see me and my boys rocking this. I, and and not only because I, I personally love and we were talking a little bit before, like the the different fonts. I mean, we all have different styles. The shirts, the one Yubin has just fits them. The different the two tone hat, that little like uh, I don't even know what kind of font it is. And you got the boxy look that Brandon's rocking. And then I'm just rocking, you know, the standard font with a nice teal shirt that reminds us of uh, Nickelodeon back in the day. That's right. Well, I like the, uh, I don't know why, but I like the logo at the bottom of the shirt too. I always like when they, when they play something at the bottom too. I don't know what it is, but I like that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for little details like that. I don't know what it is. I and on like the it. side of the hat, they got them on yes. the sides of the hat. Oh, yes. Or yeah. if the, if they have something on the, the back of the shoulder, like a little small logo right there, I'm a, I'm a slut for that as well. Yep. And I love the attention to detail, even on the tag. You can uh, you can see that on the tags, they even have their their company um, name and stuff as well, which um, I think is, is a really cool option that a lot of print providers are doing now. So you actually see on the back of the tag, they have their uh, their logo, their size and everything else. And uh, no, awesome. Thankful that they sent it over. So we'd love that if you guys would check them out. I mean, you can get a shirt for like 28 bucks. These hats are about 30 or 35 bucks. They're a high quality hat, Brandon. I know you're a hat guy. You collect a lot of college stuff. You do have a big old noggin on you because you got a big old brain. But uh, 
It's a high quality hat. I mean, I, I, I love it. It's high quality shit we're talking here, Larry. No, it's it's yeah. a it's a great hat. Um, and you see, Matt always wears good hats. My hats aren't the greatest, but you can see the uh, the threading on this. I mean, that is that is some high quality stuff we're talking here. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's uh it's a really good hat. Yep, I mean, and they have the the trucker hat. They also have the uh, you know like the white ones, black. They got a they got a whole bunch of different stuff. So again, check them out. Best friend gang supply co dot com links in all of the descriptions whether you're listening to it or not free shipping us only you don't even need a code all right the discount is going to be applied out there i mean that is another thing that just hit, instantly hit me they got a scrolling thing on their website and it was like free shipping like i mean that's going to save at least eight to ten bucks you know what i mean that's more than a 10 15 discount that some of them offer that's a that's a ten dollar savings at least so Holidays are coming up. I mean, we're already in November. Maybe you uh, want to hook somebody up for a little Thanksgiving gift. Nobody hooks the people up with Thanksgiving gifts. Christmas is coming up, and happy Hanukkah to those as well. Eight crazy nights. You could get them eight different things for eight different days from the Best Friend Gang Supply Company. But uh, definitely check them out. Great people. I've had some great conversations with them. And uh, like I said, friend of the show. They sent us these hats and shirts. Can't be. Uh, you're going to see us wearing them a lot, giving them some shout-outs. So, again, go check them out if you want. We're not the boss of you. But uh what a, yeah. what a greater thing to do than to get your best friend a hat and you have a hat and you guys are best friends together. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, how many times have you always wanted to be in a gang? Why not be in the best friend gang? So you're not like get out there getting in trouble and shit. And you're like, what, you're a gang? We're, but it's the best friend gang. Like how many schools or people are going to be like, you're in what gang? The best friend gang? Gonna be like, That's acceptable. You're not going to get in trouble in school. I would have to imagine being a guy that doesn't work at a school or has nothing to do with it. Maybe we'll ask Logan to come on the show and see if you're allowed to wear anything that says gang. But best friend gang? Come on. Just a bunch of friends being best friends, male, female, whatever else you identify. I don't know if the people, the what are they, the furries? I don't know if they wear hats or whatever and whether shit in their litter box. But we'd love them to be best friends and and, and everything. But God damn it. They're shit in their litter box. (laughs) I'm just glad that you guys took off your stickers at first because I had already done that. And then I see both of you guys still have your sticker. I'm like, oh, did I do a boo-boo? Am I not supposed to take the sticker off? I know some people don't take the stickers off. So I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm going to get – someone's going to give me a a stern talking to about why I wasn't supposed to do that. And then I see you guys just go – I was like, thank God. All right. Yeah. I feel like you're either all in on the leave the sticker – or you're all out. Like, I've always been an all out. Like, I'm not going to leave them on there. I mean, at one point, they would put them underneath, and it was one thing. Then they, you know, naturally started going over top. And there's people that still do it. I mean, maybe I could see if you're a collector, you're going to collect the hat and maybe try to flip the hat. Hey, it has the original sticker on it. I could see. But it, and it'd be one thing if it was a, you know, best friend gang sticker where you were right. like, okay, you know, I would leave that on. But it's it's the generic. You know, just sticker hat, which, hey, they do have stickers for the sticker door, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad that you guys are because then, and then when somebody makes fun of you, because that's what kids do, and then you go to take it off and you hadn't taken it off forever and it's on there, then you take it off, then you have that weird spot on the hat yes. that's a different color because of the sun and the natural fading. Then you just look even more stupid. But uh, when, when you guys were in high school, was it the big thing when you were wearing the hats to smash the buttons on top of the hats? Or were you guys nicer uh, than us? Because that was a thing. You'd just come up and you'd go, whack. Because that freaking oh, that hurts. shit hurts. Yeah. Oh, and that was, oh. yeah. No, yeah. dude. I've, I've, I've hit my head on like a ceiling and had that. Oh, that's the one of the worst things in the world. 
it does feel like a nail's going through the top of your skull. I'm not a, not a fan of that at all. Um, ours was, uh, we lived out in the middle of nowhere too. So it was always the, people were always putting the fish hooks on there. I never did because, you know, I was a city boy. What um, is that? Like, what is the, ex- I've, uh, people do that around here too. I never, I still to this day, I'm fucking almost 40. I don't know what the fuck it's for. I don't know. So it, it was always the extremely, you know, built or the bent bill. Camo then, hat. Yeah. You know, um, or Wrangler or whatever the hell was. <laughs> so uh, they put the fish hook in there or, and then a couple of them would always put um, like a, a cap from a beer usually in the middle too. either that, or it was always on the visor in the cars and shit like that. But okay. yeah, I don't know maybe what it, the uh, fad is. Maybe it's like one of those international symbols to let other people know that you're in the club. Oh, you see, we, I, oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh. I mean, that's how you can be part of the best friends gang, I guess. I looked it up real quick. I, um, oh, okay, this makes sense. Um, fuck, people are now I'm gonna start punching people. I think I had the so, according to Google, um, and I've been using Google, I don't know if you guys have, but I've been turning on the AI shit so I don't have to scroll down and see all the sponsored shit. It pulls oh. all the information through there, so you get this AI, it's experiment, whatever. So, it says in most cultures. Fish hooks on hats symbolize well-being and prosperity. They can be worn all around the brim of the hat. Then it goes on to the the fish hook has a deep cultural significance in Hawaii and like the Polynesian Triangle and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, they've been on fish hooks since the 70s. They were available at tackle shops in Arkansas. But apparently, it can also be a meaning that you support a group. That is three letters in the alphabet that really loves the color white. That is fucking gross. So I would have to assume that many of these people that uh, that, that I have seen on it think that their country, think that they're, you know, whatever else, probably own a Confederate flag and don't know the real symbol. I think that those people are probably doing it to be idiots. That would be my guess. I, I can't imagine the people that I've seen wearing a fish, and like now that I'm seeing it, are symbolizing well-being and prosperity and their their roots to Hawaii. I think right. it's the, the the later of the ones. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who um, uh, were ignorant with the fact of uh, the other meaning as well. But mm-hmm. uh, judging by where I live, I'm not surprised. Holy shit, I did not yeah. know that. I didn't either. You know what's funny about where you live, uh, and we've talked a little bit about this. You've been uh, Missouri is one of those weird states where some. Parts of it are in the South mm-hmm. and some parts where you're at aren't. Um, right. I've seen folks in my state here and in Iowa where I was before who've got the Confederate flag. And I'm like, dude, you realize that this is not the South. And uh, I just, I don't get that. But uh, I'll, if we could change the subject a little bit. I mean, yeah, I, now is the best time to probably yes, change absolutely. Yeah, you talked about um, um, hitting people on top of the head when you're a kid, like one of the things, you know, you know, the, the little, the little, Look at this thing, you know, game mm-hmm. where you tap. Okay. How about, yes. How about this one? Do you guys, did you guys have the Krylon touch when you were in kids in, in school? Okay. I, so I you took know. your knuckle and you would run it down somebody's <sighs> spine. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember the Krylon touch that song from the commercial? Yeah. Yep. Uh uh-uh. That shit ain't fun. I had somebody <laughs> do that to me. That would shit hurt really bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it either is going to fix your scoliosis or give you scoliosis. So, I mean, <laughs> it was a double thing. Isn't that funny, though, how childhood games are the same no matter. See, I mean, we were all over the maps growing up. I mean, East Coast, Central, not really the West Coast because fuck the West Coast. But all of the games are the same were pretty much the childhood. And we didn't have the Internet. 
there wasn't, you know, a kid making a TikTok or somebody giving you the the stunner or nut tapping you or playing the OK game or all of those things. Like that, that's just kind of has always kind of mind fucked me how all of the kids have kind of done the same things throughout the country with the same shit and the whole like blow on the Nintendo cartridge. A lot of that stuff was just in naturally embedded in our brain somehow, but it doesn't fucking make sense. I, I don't get that. You know that you you bring that up, and uh, my wife and I were talking about um, some games that we used to play because we're trying to tell our kids like, "Hey, get off the electronics, go outside, play some of these games." This is what we used to do. She mentioned this game. She's like, "I'll oh, just go kick the can," you know, "go play kick the can." And I go, "What the fuck is kick the can?" And she's like, "You know, like if you kick it past here and then it goes past a certain line, the other person has to kick it first. And I'm like, "She's trying to explain it to me." I go, "I never, I never played that." So she was on TikTok trying to show me. And there was only like two or three videos with like 200 likes to show like this, this wasn't a normal thing. And I go, what the fuck were you guys doing? And I go, I think I, I think this is what happened. I was like, your dad was out in the shop. You were annoying the fuck out of him. He just finished an ice cold one and he threw it in the yard. He goes, oh boy, I kicked the can. Dad, how do we play? Just fucking go do this. And if he does this and kick it and you score a point, you know, then she's like, nah, that's not what it was. And I'm like, it was, wasn't it? And she's like, <laughs> you might, you might she goes, no, she said, we all played this. And I was like, I, I never. Did you guys play a game called Kick the Can that wasn't literally just kicking the fucking can? Was there a game that I'm unaware of? There is an official game. I don't recall playing it, but Kick the Can is also referred to as Kick the Block, Guard the Block, Can Can, 40-40, Pom Pom, Tip the Can, Tin Can, Copper, and Can Up, Can Down. So it's uh, kind of like a, it's related to tag, hide, and seek, and capture the flag. Played with as few as three to as many as several dozen people. It's a game of skill, strategy, stealth, and stamina. So you have a kickable object, referred to as the can, um, usually a discarded empty can. Uh, you can play it with rocks or whatever else as well, or people would put rocks in the can, apparently. Shout out Wikipedia. I'm reading from it. I just didn't come up with this shit. Uh, it was a pickup game during like the 30s and the Great Depression. Uh, because you didn't really need a field or any other equipment. More or less one person or a team of people is des uh, designed as it or um, in the can of a similar object, paint it. Apparently people really painted it and did all of this other stuff. Uh, it's placed in an open space in the middle of a yard, uh, cul-de-sac, parking lot, street, whatever. The other players run off and hide while it or the can cover or uh, the person that's it covers their eyes and counts to a previously decided number. Um, then the game begins with the kicker literally kicks the can as far as possible. The person who is it must return the can to its original starting place before it can continue play. Okay. That, I think that it, way people have time to escape. It's sad. I read it. I, I don't really get it. <laughs> I kind of get what they're saying. So like, I mean, so you have the, the person who has the can goes and hides it, right? While, or while other people are or kicks it. Yeah. They go, yeah. they go and hide, then they kick it. And then I think, they have to return it, but while they're returning it or somebody returns it, they try to tag the people. Like a freeze tag type of thing or something. Something, maybe. yeah. Okay. That's she was trying to explain this to me too. And I was like, no. And I tried to tell her, and I was like, that's just what everybody did in the, you know, the trailer parks back in the day. And she goes, shut the fuck up. And I was like, no, seriously. And then every video she was showing me, it was in the park too. And mm -hmm. I go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she goes, shut the fuck up. She goes, This is a real thing. And I was like, mm, I'm sure it is. And, and the people that are tagged or you know, we're, we're touched by them, have to go into jail or the holding See, pen. She in the jail. Okay, fuck. So maybe I am wrong about this. Damn, I, didn't, I never played that. I never played it. I never played. There was a lot of empties. There was a lot of drinking in the area, but it was normally like, go grab your glove and go outside or go to the playground or go shoot hoops. It wasn't kick 
the can. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna I'm gonna slug a Jenny or Jenny Light, and I'm gonna say, "All right, kids, go play kick the can, and see what happens. See, see if that? they instinctively know it or not. You know what I mean? Because maybe I don't know. In my, my in my house, my parents, my well, my mom and my mom's dad, my grandpa, they didn't allow us. Kid, I don't know if these these kids today. We weren't allowed to be inside when it was nice outside. You you'd go outside. Get out of here. Yep. Get out of my face. I mean, I, I grew up in it. And this is, I'm not, I'm not one of those folks who are like, I grew up this way. Everybody else should too. Everybody should suffer like I had to. I'm not one of those, but I'm just telling you what I had to go through was I lived in a childhood where I'm sure many of you did too, where children weren't respected and or seen as the most important part of the household. The parents were, the adults were, you were a child. Now, if you were a baby and you had to have a bottle, of course you were nurtured and everything else, but when you were old enough to get the fuck out of the house, you got the fuck out of the house. Mm-hmm. My grandfather, I remember him saying to this one time, he goes, go outside and find yourself, boy. The fuck? I chewed on that for about 25 minutes, just standing outside like, what the hell does he mean? Find myself. <laughs> Which is what I think he stated, because you wanted me to just have an existential moment, I think. But yep. uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, you go outside, and we didn't wait for lights, to the street lights. We waited for my mom's whistle. She's Ooh. like, you know the tune of my whistle. You hear it, you better, you have five minutes to get home. We'd hear it and we'd look at my sister. It was like the fucking bat signal. We went right. <laughs> now, that was back in the day, because if you didn't get there in time, you were probably getting, I mean, when I was living with my grandparents for a while, it was a ruler, it was a frying, whatever it was, and you pissed her off, you were getting smacked for it. You had to, you had to be there, but grandma's sneaky. You think she was slow and using a cane and stuff to get around? You get near there, oh, 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 oh shit. She grew up beating eight kids of her own. She still had it by the time I was around. Do you guys, do you guys think about some of the chores that you had back whenever you were kids and just think about your kids now and just be like, there's no fucking way they could do the same shit that we were doing back in that because I know I was helping my grandparents mow at the age of like 11 and 12. They're like, I just got my old Murray lawn mower. You'll, you'll figure it out. I came from Las Vegas. We didn't have yards. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? We had to mow this whole goddamn field. What is this? In this fucking slow ass Murray where the fucking exhaust is just burning your ankle. You know, I'm like, fuck. And <laughs> that's what it is. They just tossed you on that shit. And you're like, they're like, go ahead. And I'm like, I could possibly die on this thing. Yeah, but you'll be all right. Just yell off and get your foot or something. You know, I'm like, okay, sure. And now if I think about my kids getting on my zero turn, I'm like, step away from my fucking mower. You're not touching this thing. I'm more worried about my mower getting injured than my children. I'm like, don't ruin my fucking mower. Yeah. I mean, at that point, though, you know what I mean? You're trying to get the kids to get outside, you know, where they're already outside. And and I don't know. I, I just think, too, there's so much shit going on that wasn't going on too. like, like we talk a lot too. you've been where, you know what I mean? Like you're this day, you're doing this, this, and this with the kids. And then this kid has this for sports and this, like even when I was growing up, like we didn't have all of these travel teams where we were going all over the place. We didn't play, like you played the sport that was in season. If it was soccer or football season, you played that and you had some new shit. And then that was it. You played outside with your friends and stuff, kept practicing. You didn't have these coaches that wanted to practice seven days a week and play seven days a week and travel 14 hours a weekend and just making it this whole huge thing. You let kids be kids, you know, and that's the biggest thing. And I, 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 I mean, personally, not to get too deep. Like I've seen some of these kids that like athlete, 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 that's all they knew. That's all they did. You know what I mean? Their parents pushed hard, 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 hard. And now that they're adults, like they're fucking awkward. They didn't really have friends. They didn't have the chance to go and play and, you know, learn all those things. Yeah. They were really good at sports, but now what are you doing? 
you're working right. like the rest of us, but you're that fucking weird one in the office. that doesn't really know how to, you know, uh, cool. Uh, you know, what's the, the term? Uh, cooler talk or you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? It just, oh, the water cooler talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just you just kind of do there. And I don't I don't know. It's there. There's a lot going on. But yeah, let's get the fucking kids outside. And the biggest thing with us, too, you weren't feeling well. It was super fucking cold out. Get outside. It's good for you. You know what I mean? That hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cold air is good for you. It's going to make you healthier. Still not sure if that's fucking true, but do I use that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get outside. Get outside. That's it. Once my kids start fighting inside the house, I'm always I mean, like, just if it's nice out there, I'm like, get the fuck out. Go find something. What were we supposed to do? The the Wi-Fi router don't reach out that far in the yard. Don't. You don't need fucking Wi-Fi to go outside. Go kick a ball or something. Or your mom's finishing a Dr. Pepper. She'll have kicked the can ready in about 15 seconds. <laughs> that's the thing. Kids don't know how to be bored. Like they're, if they're at a, you know, the, the young, you know, the other kids are at a game. They don't know how to sit there and watch the game. They don't know how to go play with the other kids in the hallways. And I mean, we had a game that, uh, that we made up through school in between this and that it was called locker soccer. And what it was, it was, we find a random hallway where the teachers wouldn't find us. And we took the, cause you know, they had the wooden door jams, like the real ones that you could prop the door open with. And we would play two on two locker soccer. And the ball was the door jam. You had one that was a goalie. And then you had two people just battling each other through there trying to score a goal then he had it it ended up being a thing where we were just different hallways different times and there would be watchers on each end of the hallway being like teacher you know what i mean and then like we'd break it up and just go we had tournaments and it was just this weird thing that we did in between classes during classes taking you know pee breaks or poop breaks or something we just play fucking locker soccer in there we thought it was the coolest thing writing it all down brackets and shit and we had construction and we had construction the construction workers were super into this. So they were watching. They were our watch out. And they'd were like, hey, can we jump in and play around real quick? I was like, yeah, you know, hey, give us two smokes. You're in, bud. Here, oh, listen, yeah. this got this industrial vent. We're, we're able to smoke in this bathroom the whole time, you know. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Shout out Locker Soccer. <laughs> I haven't it's, thought about that in fucking 30 years. I, we used to, I used to work retail. So we had this one, uh, I used to work for Sprint, you know, rest in peace, Sprint, no longer a company. But, um, so we used to sell cell phones, everything. And when it was slow, we had this fucking, like, it was like the bottom of a, God, like a Mountain Dew case or something, but we broke it up into different segments that were worth different points. And we had this just rolled up piece of paper that was like taped really heavily. And we would have to sit or stand back like 15 feet and essentially, it was like beer pong, but in a box of different points. And then we had a standalone solo cup that would be worth like 50 or whatever. And we called it Sprint Ball. And so every time, as soon as that guest would walk out, we're like, and back in. All right. You know? And then as soon as the guest would walk, we're like, God damn it. 
<laughs> game <laughs> they have to make a fucking sale like this was getting really you know and then so if it was just one customer all three of us would help that one person out We're like all right let's hurry and get this motherfucker out here as soon as possible so we can play spread falls so that just that triggered a memory. That was like over a decade ago. I missed that shit. That was fun. Great customer service. And now in between there, I mean, you walk in and you already get a phone or something. And in between there, what are people doing? Scrolling, yep. fucking working the thumbs. It's fucking. I don't know, man. We sound super old, but we're getting a little older. But either way, it is fucked. Like I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of the times that uh, that we did grow up, you know. And don't love the fact that you're seeing thrift stores and all these other places that are selling clothes and movies and, and stuff that was our times that are now considered vintage and like cool. You know what I mean? People rocking, you know, Nickelodeon shirts or this shirt. And you're like, oh, cool. You ever seen that? No, I just thought the colors were cool. And it's like, oh, fuck you. Fucking yeah. Prick. You know, that's the same people that were always like, you know, you're wearing the Nirvana shirts. You're wearing these band shirts. And you don't know any of the bands. I feel like, uh, because even my kids, they, they've seen some of the older like Nickelodeon shirts or uh, shows, but they rock some of the old like Angry Beavers and uh, Rugrats and stuff like that because they think it looks cool and they know how much it means to us. But they've probably seen a handful of the you know the episodes, but they're like, like, especially Reptar. Reptar is making like a comeback yeah. now. I've seen so much Reptar shit. And then, um, oh, what's the chick from Helga from Hey Arnold? Her and the little Cynthia doll. I've been seeing mm-hmm. a huge comeback with that one as well. What were some of the the best kind of Nickelodeon shows? Because like for, for anybody just listening, if you're too young, you probably shouldn't be listening to the show anyways. But there's probably a lot of people that can relate to this. Like we grew up, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning cartoons. You know, the parents were probably a little bit hungover or whoever you're with. And instead of going out and saying, kick the can, hey, why don't you just watch some cartoons for a little bit before we kick your ass outside? Grab some cereal or a Pop-Tart or some fucking Eggos. I think we're big, you know, then. Um, just watching Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was so goddamn huge. Was there was there a couple of shows that really like are just embedded that you can hear a beat or two of that song and you're like, fuck, it brings me back? Because I think we all have them, right? Oh yeah, I mean Rugrats is definitely probably one of my number. That one, uh, Hey Arnold, those are probably top two from my childhood, I imagine. Yeah, Brandon, you got any uh, favorite cartoon? Yeah cartoon show anything oh, that you just man. remember one that i can watch over and over again is doug yeah oh, that's that. good but yeah. there's 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 quite a few those nickelodeon shows from early on that were just great um um ah real monsters is another good one yep um yeah those are those are some good that was a good time period for cartoons and then that was early 90s and then by mid to late 90s you had that cartoon network run where Dexter's laboratory and yeah johnny bravo and all that yeah what do you think was better, the Nickelodeon or the Cartoon Network? Oh, that's a debate. Because they were both different, but pretty fucking. Yeah. You know, whenever I was growing up, it, 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 he hit nail on the head. It was, you know, it started off with Nickelodeon with some of those ones. And then as you were getting like preteen, it was Cartoon Network. It was a lot of the rebellions of Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo type of stuff. And then it went weird to like Disney to where it was like, lizzie mcguire type of shit even stevens and stuff so it was it was i don't know so i, I kind of went through all three phases I, I think i went back to nickelodeon again with like fairly odd parents jimmy neutron stuff like that my mm-hmm. dude shia labeouf and and even stevens was as funny as it got for a child oh i mean he was for us for teens like us i mean i was 14 15 when he was around so i was a little older than he was but still it was it was funny he was a funny fucking dude he had he had mastered physical comedy for a youngster and how he would say things you would just believe like how he would rag on uh red 
Yes. How we yeah. rag on his friends were just great. It was it was fun. Great show. It yeah. um was it Beans that was in that? Beans. Yes. Yeah. Beans. <laughs> that was a good show, man. I, that was I, and uh even like the Lizzie McGuire stuff, like even that was like the chick version stuff. You're always like, oh, David Carradine is the dad. Like, this is badass. Like, this is, I don't know. Disney had a good run for a while as well. Who didn't have a friend like Beans, by the way, too? You know, that, that kid you just kind of put up with, the neighborhood kid, just kind of a little weird, but he was yours, you know? He was your friend. There was also yeah. ABC, TGIF. Man, that was a huge fucking night at our house, too. Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, all that shit. Hanging with Mr. Cooper and stuff. Uh, uh, Family Matters, Full House. Later on, it was uh, um, Step by Step. And yeah. Um, and even here we are being nostalgic. Saturday morning cartoons on um, ABC, like Recess. That was oh, good. Pepper Ann. That was good. You know, there were some good ones. What was the other one? The Kids Next Door, Spy Kids or whatever the hell yeah. it was. They had some of those. Yeah, those were cool. And then even Fox had some good cartoons on Saturday mornings. Um, uh, Louie, the life with Louie, whatever the hell the show was, the cartoon. Oh, yeah, uh, like Bobby's Cap World. I mean, there were some good ones on the X Men, was great, Spider Man was great, Captain Planet, Captain Planet. <laughs> we we had a run in the 90s of just, and yeah, there is some negativity of it. Like, we definitely got sold to by the big national, you know, conglomerate companies, but uh, Hasbro, thank you. Uh, but mm -hmm. I mean, we had a lot of good cartoons and shows throughout the '90s that, in early 2000s, that these kids just won't ever see again. Based basically because it was, um, it was a handful of stations: Nickelodeon, Disney, and then you had the regular TV stations on Saturday and, and Friday night. They don't won't see that anymore. Now you you, you get a you you get Bluey, and, and uh, that's all right. I don't really get into that like the other parents do, but. There's nothing quite like that uh, that uh, kind of catches you, that even as an adult, you kind of watch it. What's a, Here's a question. What's a show that we watched as a kid that you rewatch and you're like, oh, my God, there was some humor in there? Because there's there's a few cartoons that we had that. Um, uh, uh, so uh, Jimmy Neutron is one of the ones that uh, the way that the parents always talk to each other. Um, I'm trying to think. There's I, I know what you're talking about because uh, we'll rewatch something and I just go. I don't remember what? that being in there. You know what I mean? It's just because now you understand it or whatever. But um, what are some of the Sponge, examples? SpongeBob's another one. Oh, I was gonna say SpongeBob has to be, and I, I I never watched it as a as a kid, and we don't really watch SpongeBob. So, some of the kids in the house like it, but uh, there was one too that um, that I randomly popped over because I'm trying to do that. You know what I mean? They have the channels where they have the vintage shows or vintage shows, the the shows that we grow up on. So when I don't, I don't normally allow like electronics while we eat. But if it's a Saturday, we're busy or something like that. We got some time to kill. I'll throw on cartoons that we grew up on. You know what I mean? And, and the other day we were playing the Jetsons and uh, there was just some cool stuff like because they don't quite get it. But it's like, could you imagine trying to write something, you know, back then that you thought was going to be, you know, there like the flying cars and all this futuristic stuff. And it's kind of cool. Like some of the stuff is there, but some of the other stuff, it's like, that's pretty far fetched, but still would kind of be cool. Yeah, and honestly, those Hanna Barbera cartoons, those old school ones, like those ones, touched my heart too, because those ones were the vintage ones when we were growing up. Uh, and it, seeing those on and seeing the kids even enjoy some of those ones now, it's like, yeah. damn, those ones still can stand the test of time. Those are some good classic cartoons. Animaniacs yep. was a good one too. Yep. So yes. no, but I, I'm with you, Euban. Um, those 
Flintstones, the Jetsons, um, the Wacky Races, those were great. I remember in the ni- early 90s, it was like TNT, I think, 91, 92, 93, where four, five, six o'clock at night, they would play Pink Panther. And I don't know if you remember that, but I never grew up to Pink Panther. I was born in 86, but I got to watch the reruns of it in the early 90s. And I mean, even watching a cartoon with literally no dialogue, like yeah. Tom and Jerry, same deal, right? I mean, like literally no talking, no dialogue, and but you don't need it. You've got the music. You've got the sound effects. You know yeah, we stepped right over Tom and Jerry, uh, Bugs Bunny, Wiley Coyote. Like those ones were fucking cool too. And um, how, how does it make you feel to be to be the old man now to say, "Oh, these kids will never understand." Uh, yeah, I and you know what's crazy though too is to think about some of the adult uh, cartoons as well, like The Simpsons, South Park, yeah. Family Guy. Um, you know, because those were, I, I was a kid, you know, even when those were out still, we all were, uh, when a lot of those were introduced. So it's kind of cool to see that those are still running even uh, and yep. still coming up with, and just the uh, family guy making the comeback after the DVD releases, you know, I think because they had what two or three year hiatus. Yep. So, and now still one of the larger ones to, to date. Crazy. Yeah, we were big Simpsons. It was like our thing. We would watch the brand new episodes of Simpsons at night. Uh, what was it Sunday night or Saturday night? Sunday night. Uh, you know. Sunday night, you know, parents had been watching football, drinking beer all day. So they would make, Ma would take out some cookies, like the the dough ones, scoop them on the thing. We'd have cookies, watch Simpsons, a little bit of milk, off the bed you go. You know what I mean? So that was always a, a thing for me, which was kind of cool. And uh, Beavis and Butthead was big in our house, too. Even Same. as a kid, parents were like, hey, you know, we'll let you watch this shit. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Fucking... But I was just looking up, too. We were talking about the Jetsons. I thought this was kind of cool. Um, according to blog.3ds.com, 10 things the Jetsons got right. Uh, 60 years ago, whenever the this article came out, um, it said that they, you know, they wrote this. It was in there. Uh, flying cars. They obviously predicted George Jetson commuted to work in a flying car. They're not obviously available for everyday commuters, but uh, apparently EVTOL vehicles, electronic vertical takeoff and landing vehicles, are in development. And um, they have electric uh, air taxis in the plan and all this shit. So I guess they're fairly... And they have vertiports, vertical airports, where travelers will board electronic air taxis, which is in Singapore, Paris, London. But apparently they're coming to Miami and L.A. So that's probably why we don't know about them. Kind of a cool thing. Vertical cities. They had the Orbit City. Um, obviously, urban planners and all this stuff. They're modeling towers and you going to start using this technology coming up soon. Smart bathrooms, which we have, you know, a lot of the stuff with the dispensers and stuff like that. Robotic assistants, which we obviously we have Roombas, iRobots, all that shit. Not to the extreme of, of them, but the, a lot of them. Smart homes and appliances. We got a lot of that smart home shit that they used. Uh, video meetings they thought was mind blowing. Now it's an everyday thing. Thanks COVID. 3D printed food is now a, a thing. They can 3D print a, a house too. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's pretty cool to watch. Jetpacks. They got the jetpacks out there now. Uh, flat screen TVs. Nobody ever thought they'd be flat screen. They are. And dog treadmills. There was a, apparently an episode with Astro the pet. Instead yeah. of going for a walk, George Jetson uh, didn't want to take the time to do it. So they got him a dog treadmill. Apparently, they're a thing. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? Could you imagine like, if we all tried to predict something right now that would happen in 60 years? How fucking terribly off we would be. I mean, you have enough guesses. Kind of like people are like, well, the Simpsons, of course, they're going to get shit right. They've been guessing for whatever. It's like, well, I mean, it's... eventually, just being able to predict is pretty fucking impressive. It is. Like, the Simpsons have been like pretty 
accurate on some things too, like eerily. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. So I don't know. That is uh, the Simpsons will stand the, the test of time as well. Bart Simpson, Butterfinger, those go hand in hand. Oh, you aren't kidding. Fucking just you, you just picture, you know, the the opening scenes drawn on the chalkboard and it's not like you could pause it back in the day and see what was there. So I'm right up by the TV trying to read it real fucking. You know what I mean? You know, because you, you don't get the replay. You don't get the, the run it back. You don't get the option of going, oh, I'm going to watch this episode now. Because you only watch what's what they're putting out there, right? And now, and I, does, does Homer still choke the shit out of Bart? Though, is that still a thing, or did they take that out yet? I I haven't seen a new episode, to be honest. Me neither. Me neither. I've, I didn't. I've got. Uh, I only watch like season two through. You watch season one, then wrong with it. But I only watch season two through seven or eight, and I've got them all on DVD. And I pull them, put them in all the time. My wife, my wife and daughter, are like, today can I watch Simpsons. My wife doesn't say that, of course, um, but. Uh, Okay, uh, daddy. Not going there. <laughs> yeah. touch it. Uh, so apparently, according to Google and this great experience in the latest episode of The Simpsons, Homer mentions that he no longer chokes his son Bart. The show explains that the long-running gag of Homer strangling Bart has become less frequent in recent seasons. So uh, apparently, um, why Homer no longer chokes Bart? Um, he just apparently was like, just he was going to go do it, but apparently he just said, "Just kidding, I don't do that anymore." Okay. Okay. They took it out. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> and um, there's still one song in The Simpsons that it's still, every time it's somebody's birthday, it's always that "Be Birthday Lisa." I, I don't know what every single time. That's probably a 20 year old fucking Michael Jackson because I think he did actually sing that one too, right? Or he did make an appearance. I'm not 100 percent sure if he sang that one, but he did. It was his voice on an episode. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, so that one that is still stuck in my head for some after so many fucking years. Every time it's somebody's birthday, guarantee if your name is Lisa too, I'm oh. humming that tune. Yep, and nobody, uh, I mean, people our age will get it, but uh, not of not a not a lot of others. But fuck, that's that's good. I mean, I I do have to kind of throw this warning out there for you, but because we're talking vintage, which triggered my brain for thrift stores, and I saw this article where there is a thrift store that is really urging people to stop donating their used and unused sex toys so i just um if you've been doing it apparently it is in um, it's the barnardo store in gorsen swansea have to imagine that's european somewhere because i and i know i didn't say that right because i can't even say organ right um you know um but uh they had to put out a message that said could those of you who kindly donate please be mindful that they are they're um that they are a children's charity and as such we have a range of ages on our wonderful volunteer team so more or less what's probably happening is people are donating these sex toys and some very young people are donating their time or forced to be there maybe they did some shit and are seeing the donations come in and that's what they are could you imagine going through your brain thinking it's a good idea to just drop off a random donation of of sex toys to a to a uh, thrift store yeah i just i mean i i'm i'm an empath you know so i i feel for people who may not have those but uh yeah that's gross no mm-hmm. i mean they do need clothing and children's toys but um, they they don't need your sex toys. So uh, if you guys could stop donating those, I mean, I have to imagine you would just throw them away. Like, what do you do with a with an old used one? Right? You I don't, don't. I mean, are they are they biodegradable? <laughs> I don't. If it, it depends, I guess on the material. You can just use it to make your pancake better. 
There you go. Um, I, I never understood how, folks, how you can find um, used underwear at thrift stores. That that yeah. too is that's funny. a whole different market. What if? Oh, oh, there. What if you? You know how people buy used underwear, and then maybe they slide into Ubin's DMs, and they're like, "Hey, I want to buy your underwear," and you just send them something that you found from a thrift store, and have them believe. I mean, technically, it's your used underwear, but it's not worn Ubin underwear. Is that like a loophole? I think it could be, but honestly, though, I feel like I, I would get into that game regardless. I, I would sell my underwear, and I, I'm gonna put an ad out there. I think that needs to be something people want to buy mine. The only thing I just rarely buy new ones because I'm at to the point now where like mine just look like Swiss cheese between the thigh. I mean, they're just holes yeah. everywhere. They I are. Thought just I was the only one. No, my wife gets on to me a lot too. She's like, "Can you just go buy some fucking underwear?" And I was like, "Yeah, I might in a couple months. Maybe these are still they're good." Expensive. And she's like, "She's like, your nuts are literally hanging out one side of your fucking underwear." And I'm like, "Yeah, it feels good. They're okay." I mean, some support is better than no support because I've had the same conversation. She's like, "Why do you even wear them at this point?" Yeah, like, it just feels weird not to. But she's like, "You're you're essentially wearing an elastic band." It's just honestly, wearing... <laughs> it looks like a banana hammock at this point, just like a piece of thread, just like kind of separating the boys a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's she's, the so, even, so how often do you buy underwear? I guess for you guys, you guys, I mean, I can honestly say it's probably been a year since my last purchase of a three pack or a four pack of underwear, at least. It's been a hot minute, but I'm I'm the type of guy that I fucking hate doing laundry. And I and unless I get motivated and do all the laundry I want, it's easier for me to go buy another pack of underwear or wear a used pair an extra day or two instead of doing the goddamn laundry. So I have way too many pairs of underwear, way too many socks, way too many clothes because I just keep buying clothes instead of doing laundry. <laughs> and, you know, when you're when you do content creation, people send you clothes. So I can wear another shirt or, you know what I mean? They got the best friend gang shirt and I can rock a little bit now and jeans. You can wear those multiple fucking times. But yeah, I got way too much underwear. But uh, I, I recently went through the thing where I donated like seven to ten bags of clothing. So as I'm going through them, I was seeing all of this underwear and I was like, fuck, I got to get rid of them. So I, I did have to go out. But thankfully, one of the stores that rhymes with fart um, had like a crazy sale. And, uh, and some pretty and fucking comfy. I mean, I went from like those cheap, cheap boxer briefs. You know what I mean? That aren't very good to these like spandex almost boxers. You know what I mean? They're fucking yep. comfy. And they it's, haven't ripped out yet. Spandex is the way to go. Oh, Love that shit. Fucking fantastic. So with your old underwear, what my grandmother used to do, though I don't recommend it because I do have a haunting. Remember, that's why I started giggling whenever you talked about your underwear. So the uh, my grandma used to cut them up into little... Uh, oil rags is what she would do to old t-shirts and his old underwear. Well, the one time I'm I'm going through the pile and I, I, I pick one, there is a little bit of a stain and I'm sitting there with my grandpa helping him with the lawnmower and shit. I'm going, hmm. really? He goes, oh, I must have used that one already for the oil. <laughs> I was like, no, you didn't, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's what she was very big. She, you know, grew up in the Great Depression. We didn't we didn't waste anything. So she, yeah, it'd be old little like white beater t-shirts and stuff or whatever. And just that was oil rags. Grandma that would be saved. awesome. Go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say, Grandma saved everything, man. She used to say pudding cups to use for um, when we would when we would paint with our watercolors. She would oh, save all shit. the newspaper, all the newspaper uh, plastic that would come around it. She would save them all, wrap them up, tie, tie them tight with a rubber band. I mean, she would save everything. Twist ties for bread. Yep. You name it, she had something that she was doing with the shit. I was like, Jesus Christ. They lived through some shit. They, they knew how to be resourceful. 
She also told me the term um, on the rag back in the day literally meant because they had a rag that they used and yeah. that was theirs. Yep. And yep. reused. Mm. Yeah, wash it and sometimes hand wash it. Yeah, it's uh, it was different times. Uh, Rinse, uh, wash, repeat. No, no, I was just saying it would be a very embarrassing slash haunting uh, <laughs> present. Save all the old underwear with those. Have somebody crafty, I'm assuming, you know, your wife, not us, or just YouTube it or send it in and make <laughs> make the make a kid or make somebody that you just want to be like, what the fuck? Make them a, a blanket or a quilt <laughs> of your yeah. used beat up underwear and talk about some tragic and some laughs or give it to, you know, just give it to somebody randomly. Give it to a friend. Give it. Maybe you'll get a package one of these days, you guys, and it'll be a quilt of my underwear. You know, do you think that maybe they'll uh, they'll tell stories of us like, uh, man, my dad, you know, he doesn't. He likes to put a lot of money either. He does. He wore his underwear until there was nothing left. <laughs> just like not just lazy. <laughs> I'm just fucking lazy. Underwear expensive though. Last time I went, like a five pack, even at Walmart for like fucking Hanes or Fruit of the Loom was like sixteen bucks. I'm like, God damn! I'm about to just start free balling. No, and then you get to like those cool ones or like there was like <laughs> no. Swag Box and all these other crazy ones. They're like fifteen, sixteen bucks for one. Yeah, I know. I've heard the Duluth Trading Company, though. I heard those. So those are like $20 a pair, and they everyone said those are fucking worth it. They're made out of old fire hoses and stuff like that. They are, and they're for, like, big boys, too. They got some, they even have some, uh, like, thick bands on them. Maybe. It is. Everyone that I've heard that have purchased underwear there, they're like, hey, I know it's super expensive. Treat yourself. My brother Christ, I am not spending $20 in no draws. That's what I'm saying. I, it's been five or six years since they've told me. I still have yet. They're like, it's like Victoria's Secret for men. I'm like, this is just fucking amazing. If you and have like, to justify that hard that you spent that kind of money on a pair of underwear. You know you fucked up, and you're just trying to kind of cover cover your own uh, ass. No fun. But could you imagine spending twenty bucks on something that one fart could ruin, and you had to throw away? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm with you. I, I would. I don't want to spend twenty bucks on a five pack. Let on twenty dollars on one. With that being said, if there's any companies out there that want to send us a twenty dollar pair from some haters, you know, it's like you know, hey, if we're these guys that don't believe in ghosts and you want to make us go there, bring us on a ghost hunt and prove to us, prove to us, Duluth or these companies that your twenty dollar pair is there. We'll wrap. We'll, I will put on one pair of underwear and wear it as many consecutive days without washing for an experiment <laughs> for you to see how long it can truly last without ripping out the insides of the boxers. So uh, I'd, I'd do that for you. For science, for science, I'm, I'm looking it up now just to see exactly how much those uh, those underwear were worth. It's thirty percent off everything right now. Mm, still Spooky not, savings. Still not going to do that. Uh, best friend gang, you you get into the underwear game. Hook us up. We'll be the best friends gang, rocking your underwear. That is a thing that I've seen. I've, that's kind of weird that a lot of content creators they've done hats, merch, shirts. Nobody's really tried to really push an underwear line that I know of. We what can call them cummies. <laughs> there it is. There. Now available it. at youbeenwhackingoff.com. Yeah. So I did look too, and they uh they're, they're upwards of thirty two fifty a pair. They're granted with the discounts. It's lowered them down to as low as fifteen seventy five for some, but the majority of them are hovering around twenty two dollars. <laughs> I couldn't imagine paying 22 bucks for a fucking pair of underwear. They better watch themselves. Right. Right. For that much. 
huh. or or come with a uh, built-in flashlight. Oh, now that's a fucking idea. Oh. Mm. Just, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you develop that one. Have you always heard of the uh, speaking of flashlight? Have you heard of the uh, grapefruit method? No, explain. Well, it's um, not when you're solo. It's when you're uh, you're hoslo. Um, <laughs> Felicio, um, she's supposed to cut out. I've heard about this. I've never done it, so you just bear with me. For the record, she's supposed to take a half of a half of a grapefruit. Not all of us can make it through a full grapefruit. Okay. No, uh, it's supposed to take half a grapefruit and cut a hole in the center and put it over the shaft. And it's supposed to, it's supposed to help so they don't have to go through too far and, uh, probably makes it taste nicer too. Uh, but yeah, I, some lady on TikTok was talking about it and I was like, Ooh, this is interesting. Okay. Shit. Favorite that video. Did you just, did you just write that down on your grocery list? You've been? I, I thought I saw you write that down. Grapefruit. I did. I put four grapefruits. You know, the only thing is, though, is I need to go get them myself. So that way, whenever she goes to Walmart, you know, I can experience that with myself as well for the uh, the grapefruit to try it out. I'm afraid, though, something's going to wind up in a pee hole and I'm going to wince. Yeah, that's what the first thing. I mean, juice, the acidity into uh, said pee hole. Could not, um, could not check it out. Okay, we do that. Um yeah, it's just it, it'd be it. What would be more awkward? Seeing your um, wife going through the store with a bunch of grapefruit or a bunch of pineapples that are upside down. <laughs> Which one would you be more upset about? Mm. Pineapple. <laughs> I feel like the pineapple because the grapefruit is, yeah. in theory, for you. So you know what I mean. Like, they're, so they're... from from what I heard, if you go camping and. Uh, <laughs> No, no, rich folks in campers. I'm watching the video too. It just, sorry. Yes, but if you go camping and you notice that somebody is laying out a uh, upside down pineapple on the outside of their door, that's mm-hmm. yeah, an open invitation for you to come slam their wife. Swingers. Yeah, they're not only campers, but that's like a thing huge in Florida. Uh, I have some family members that are a little bit older. They live down there, and they talk about. <laughs> Sorry, we're watching a YouTube video that we cannot show you. And Brandon said, just go check out two minutes and 40. I went right to two minutes and 40 seconds. And that that was that was the laugh. Interesting. Okay, for science. Um, Yeah, apparently that's a thing with the decorations. The uh, the upside down pineapple is a big, big thing here. Um, I just want to throw out one thing. I know we're over our time, but a Florida segue that I wanted to throw out there just in case anybody down there wants to register there is an event down there that starts november 15th so at the time of this comes out you only have a couple of weeks it is the florida man games and it's based on the headlines inspired florida man meme um (laughs) listen to these events are you ready competitive events at this are scheduled for the games include the weaponized pool noodle mud duel the evading arrest obstacle course the category five cash grab the Beer Belly Florida Sumo and a head-to-head race called a Cadillac Converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes. Former American Gladiator stars Dan Nitro Clark and Lori Ice Fetrick are the judges of this competition. This is real news, um, and if people want to register, you can go to thefloridamangames.com. Make sure you do 
not switch any of the words because I would have to imagine if you switch any of the Florida man with games and, and other things, you might get inappropriate sites. But again, check it out, thefloridamangames.com. I want to get a hold of some people in Florida, get them signed up. They can represent Team Beard Laws, and I want to see if any of them can do the Cadillac Converter Race <laughs> or the um, Weaponized Pool Noodle Mud Duel. I feel like just send, we got to send McDermott down there to do live field reporting of oh. this event. You know, kind of like, do you guys remember the most extreme challenge talking about retro stuff? Just like mm-hmm. that's what we need. We need like a highlight reel of him just dubbing over just all of these people, giving them random nicknames and everything else. This is what we need in our lives. Oh, the deadline is the 15th, but they expect to pick final teams by the 30th. We got to figure out when this event is. We'll follow up next week. And oh, it's February 24th, 2024, in St. Augustine, Florida. I might be in Florida around that time. If if I'm there, we're going to do a thing. Uh, yeah, my parents are renting a place in Florida in all of February. So we might go down there for a week or so just to get away from this fucking place. But uh, all right. yeah. so February 24th, 2024, if we're in or around the area, we're going to do live field reporting for this event. We'll figure out how to get um, we can become vendors. We can register. We can get sp- be sponsors. There's tickets. I'm going to hit up the people and be like, hey, can we uh, can we be part of the media team? That'd be fucking we'll go live from there. Oh, shit. We're going to Florida, everybody. Uh, if you guys could just go to the Patreon, um, start donating so we have enough money so we can send the three of us to Florida to cover this because you're going to want to see that. So anybody in Florida, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do a meet and greet where we'll, we'll give you a pair of our used holy underwear for free. We'll bring them all. TSA is going to love going through them because I'm going to get pulled in that special room anyways. But either way, that's an episode. Go check out the best friend gang supplyco.com. And uh, we got we got a YouTube video to finish watching. So I uh, can't thank you guys enough for listening, watching. You've been Brandon. Appreciate you guys. And uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? Uh, yes, maybe. I do want to. I do want to say something. So uh, if you probably have noticed this uh, photo above my head here. Mm-hmm. My daughter watches her small TV here and she's in here and she's like, Daddy, it's daddy. It's daddy. And she knows I have another photo of me over there, too, which is actually one that says Fat Daddy at Brandon J. McDermott, which I'm going to put up at some point. She's like, Daddy, you got you got that daddy and another daddy. Daddy, you got two daddies. No, no, I don't <laughs> got two daddies. No, that's only, good. Only one daddy. But hey, <laughs> shout out to the people that are living with two daddies that's and right. two fathers. So uh, good for you. Because those daddies can be something different. But um, you being anything else? Yeah, I was say. Speaking of daddies, I'm gonna try to make several people uh, goot this week. My daddy in the Steve Winwood Fantasy Football League. So for those of you who are interested in some football and like to listen to a little shit talking with some fantasy sports, uh, feel free to check out the Steve Winwood Fantasy Football League. Hell yeah! Just a bunch of guys, ten podcasters, one dream to be the champion. And uh, all right. That's all we got. Hopefully you guys are good. Keep your sticks on the ice. Be good to your wiener as as always, Yubin. And uh, see you guys next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey man, what's your bacon? You gotta tell everybody what that means first. It's that extra side topping a main course in life that makes everything about your day even better. Whether it's movies, music, cooking, paranormal, video games, whatever it is that helps you unwind, maybe even get a little bit inspired. We talk to hot new bands. We are Felicity. Hey, this is Bradley from Emerosa. TV personalities. Hi, my name is Rachel Pizzolatto. Hi, my name is Patty Nickley. Wrestling personalities. Mm. Hi everybody, I am Eric Bischoff. WWE Hall of Fame. Godfather here. Actors. This is Sean Kanan. Thank you for joining us. Hello, podcasters. Emo Social Club. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Schrader. Pretty much any like-minded creative across all facets of the entertainment industry. You can check out Bacon Is My Podcast on all streaming platforms, as well as the Strangerhood TV YouTube channel. New episodes dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen in when we find the answer to the question, What's your bacon?